our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. This is Jeanette Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. This is a show where I do explore different people's lives, their modalities, and how spirit really just has affected them. Now, each week I do have a topic of, I want to say interest, but it's really a topic of whatever spirit has given me. And then we go on to our our, um, our guest. And this week it's Tiffany Herlick. So hopefully I've, again, pronounced your name correctly because we know how beautifully I do with that. Um, and we're going to just kind of go from there. Now, we're, we're going to start doing things a little old school on this, on this. You know why? Because I miss my producer. I never get to talk to him anymore. So, guys, I do apologize, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be sharing my link to my show while um, I am ta- beginning to talk, okay? Just because I miss him. And and if we, I don't do it this way, I never get to speak to him. We like... We go into the ethers and it's been like over a month and this is crazy. This is crazy. So, um, and since I have a two hour show, why not? I think you guys like to watch me babble anyway, right? <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know what I mean? So, um, I want to talk about today and I'll tell you what, today has really hit me kind of like, holy crap, hard. I want to talk about because I didn't want to talk about this. I really did not. I, you know, there's certain things I like to keep off of Facebook and there's certain things that I like to keep on Facebook or whatever, but it really has been brought to my attention about talking about authenticity um, and, and primarily probably in mediumship um, or authenticity and integrity. Okay. And I'm, I am going to mainly talk about it within mediumship and psychic development and things of that nature, but really it's just plain being a human. Okay, just plain being a human. And, um, you know, and it's, and I will tell you what, let me, let me finish just two more places I gotta put this because I really wanna give this my full attention. Normally, you know me, I just babble and keep going, babble and keep going, but I really wanna give this my full attention. Um, one more place. It really, I, I will, I will tell you, and I think this is where my struggle is. Like, I'd rather ignore the topic. Um, that I want to go to and post than to come on and do this. But I want to, I want to tell you what got me to go, okay, I will talk about this was this morning I was watching the, you know, the procession, the, the, I believe it's kind of the last part of Queen Elizabeth's funeral. And um, I don't know about you guys. And, and I don't know. I, I know everybody has a different way of, of looking at her. To me, she's touched my heart. I'm in America. I'm this really this pissant person. If you think, I mean, not that I'm a pissant or anything like that, but I'm this very small person in America, Wisconsin of all places. So, you know, most people even go, oh, Wisconsin, where? Is that like a city, a county? What is that? You know, a lot of people don't even realize it's a state. So really, you know, I'm I'm very much a small person in this world. And she wasn't, quote unquote, my queen because Wisconsin and the United States doesn't have a queen. 
But I'll tell you what, she's a woman that's really impacted and affected my life over the last, I will say six or seven years. Really, a lot of my growth, a lot of my growth period, you know, I, I really got led to watching her and and not within um not within you know, the bureaucracy and the politics and, and everything behind the scenes. Because, you know, I'm not that type of person. It's more of the woman that she is, the authentic part of her, her integrity. Um, and, you know, something was said about her today that really brought me to say, yeah, I will talk about this. Well, she was always a person that spoke her truth. And she was a person that thought about things. And she was a person that um, didn't go back on her work. She didn't go back on it. So she put thought into things. Before she said it, before she spoke it, before she made it public, she really, she really, she thought about these things. She didn't just make rash thoughts, rash decisions. And she thought about what she does or says, how it affects a people. Not just, you know, not just a huge global nation, but down to the one person. Just down to the one person, down to the one thing. And it really impressed me today when they spoke about how when she would take this journey, I believe it was on her birthday, she would stop and servants would come out. Her, her people that worked with her would come out with carrots on platters to feed to the horses because she even wanted them to know, hey, good job. And I'll tell you why I watched the procession when I was able to. I was waiting for them to stop and give her horses carrots and they didn't. But that's okay because that was Queen Elizabeth's thing. But then it started to make me think about things that have happened over this last week for me. The things I don't want to talk about, the things I don't want to address. Now I address them with my students. Oh man, I nail it hardcore into my students because it's the reason I teach is being authentic and having integrity. Why? Because what we do as a psychic or a medium, those are taglines of a description of our job, of who we are. But there's something further in that so much deeper and it's insane how deep it goes because even though especially in america we have a entertainment purposes only clause with us in the uk there's like a witching law there's a lot and i don't know what to call it. i'm going to call it a witching law because in america we call it a witching law um but it is you cannot do harm with our abilities boom end of line mic drop there you go we have to think before whatever comes out of our mouth. Yeah, we have the old we have the old thought process of, hey, this is, you know, give what you get, give what you get, give what you get. Yeah, I get it. But when it comes in and it's not asked for and it is not warranted to give, you shut your damn mouth. And you can tell I'm very passionate about this. Because over the last weeks, this is what I've seen. I've seen fellow mediums and fellow psychics give what they get unwarranted. If somebody does not ask you for a reading, shut your damn mouth. If somebody does not ask for the information, shut your damn mouth because it's hurtful. Because you are not looking at a whole situation, you are not looking a bigger picture and you are not realizing what your effect of is on somebody we can do a lot of damage a lot that hurts people and as a medium 
we have to look at those things and we have to take that into account. We have to remember what comes on our mouth can help somebody. And that's what we're there for. We're there to help heal. We're there to help pass on information. Now I'm going to give you this situation that really hit close to me this week. And really is stuck in my head. And I think this is the reason why spirit won't let me let it go. And maybe it might be ego. I don't know. You know, at this time, I'm just going to spit it out anyway. We have a cat in our house that we've had for longer than cats should live, honestly. He's been sick a long time. And he's been actively passing over the last days. Actively passing. Now, he's not suffering. I'm a medical intuitive, trust me. I mean, I love this cat. I've helped this cat. I've cuddled this cat right up until, you know, this morning because he's, he's still with us today. He's going, he's going to, he's going home today. But he hasn't been suffering at all. I can feel his sadness, but he has no pain. And I did a reel on him for his mommy because he had a day where he stood up and he was meowing and another cat was helping him. And I did a reel on it and I put it on Facebook for his mom because I thought it was beautiful. And instantly I had people that say they're mediums, say they have integrity that came up basically shaming because that cat wasn't in a vet. They couldn't put their finger on what was going on. And all I could think was, wow. I took the reel down instantly because, not because I was ashamed of it, not because I'm trying to hide something, but because I didn't want to take something that was so beautiful and have it ruined by a bunch of people that literally don't have integrity. They don't have enough to know to go further because the people that looked at it and the people that said something didn't bother. They looked at their the cat's eyes and they looked at his thinness. And they didn't bother to look further and to see, wow, his soul was saying goodbye. They didn't look to bother to look in further to see there's nothing there is to do to help this cat. Why? Because it's his time. Instead, they gave an unwarranted information based on their ego. And because they have the title of medium on the tail end of that, I wasn't who I was. I might have done this cat a lot of harm because of in the family. So my thing is, is really being authentic and integrity. Sometimes we just have to go, wait a second, it's not my place. Now, we have a lot of TV shows out there. and We have a lot of movies out there. We have, we have a lot of stuff in the public eye that really looks like this is what, I mean, you know, they've done it. They've, they've done it with um, Teresa Caputo. They did it with Lisa Williams. They've done it with other mediums, John um, Thomas, um, you know. All these ones, these these beautiful people that, you know, they get these amazing shows to really affect people's lives. And God love them because, you know what, they take me and everybody like me and they make us mainstream. They make they help people to understand us. And they make my life, my journey a little bit easier. But what we don't see is the behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Trust me, 
Teresa Caputo is not walking up to random strangers going, hey, I see your dead grandma. Because it's not how it works. She doesn't do any reading that isn't welcomed. Because they literally walk her on to, they say, hey, where are you going to be today? What's in your life plan today? Well, you know what? I got to get up and I got to go to the grocery store. And I am, today's my nail day, so I'm going to go to get my nails done today. And and then, you know what? Um, I got to go I got to go over here at my dad's, uh, you know, uh, where my dad worked at the fire department. And uh, then I got to go see my boyfriend at his job. And then I'm going to go see my daughter. And we're going to go have lunch here and blah, blah, blah. And she says her course of the day, what her, her errands for the day are. And her producers go out that day to all these locations first thing in the morning. And they say, Teresa's going to be here from this time to this time. If you would like a chance to have a reading, please come to us, sign a paper, sign your life away. You're, up, you're, you're saying, okay, but if she perchance picks you and be here from this time to this time. It's no different than if you would look at her website and schedule a reading. They're asking for a reading. They're saying, hey, I'm going to be here. And when she shows up in the process of getting her nails done, uh, she's opening up that moment and saying, wow, it's great. Oh, my gosh, I have got grandma. And she goes on for the information with grandma. And then whoever's there is like, that's mine. And it's beautiful. And it's amazing. But it's still not unwarranted. I've also had the joy of watching people that I know sit in a restaurant as a server comes up and look at server and say, oh, I'm getting all this information and you need, can't, you don't, you shouldn't be doing this because all this bad stuff is going to happen. It's terrifying to somebody because A, it's not warranted. It's not your place. And two, they're not sitting down. You are not getting in their personal and you are not getting all up in their energy to find out everything. Find out about it all. And you're affecting them in a negative way, not positive. Because trust me, I've watched it time and time and time and time again. It has not been positive. You're, you're, when we do it, we're in our egos because we want the glory of, oh, we got this information versus, oh, my God, I'm really helping this person. Because trust me, you're not helping them. You're hindering them. When people want to read and they, they call us up. When they want a reading, they say, hey, I need something different in my life. I need guidance. And that's why people get a hold of us. And that's where we have to stand to our authenticity, our integrity. Because I'll tell you what, I'm also a nurse. I've held my license for 21, 22, 23 years. Whatever. I, can't, I don't even know how long it's been now. I've held that license. And you will never watch me. You will never see me. Walk up to somebody in a restaurant that has a hangnail and put a damn band-aid on it. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry. I haven't been, I haven't been over there clicking, but hello, everybody. Sorry. Um, but I wouldn't do that because it's not warranted. Now let's take that a little bit further. Let's take it a little bit further. And Louise, I'm not doing readings on this show, honey. That's tomorrow night. So, but, but let's take it a little bit further, guys, as a medium and, and as a psychic. And then literally, as anybody, because I will tell you what, in my world, everybody's a psychic. Everybody is. We're just not picking and choosing. I mean, we all have the ability. It's just a matter of, of do you use these? Do you strengthen these? Do you push on? You know? Everybody's got this stuff. 
So when information comes in, how do you give it? How do you present it? We've had a lot of war lately. We've had a lot of war. Um, you know, and it's not been fun. War and we've had a lot of um, things happen in our world. And when we give readings and somebody goes, oh my God, my, my loved ones, you know, might be, you know, is, is enlisted and they might um, get sent over. Sometimes we have to stop and go, okay, how are we getting that information? What are we receiving? Now, if you hear in your head, if they go, they're not coming back, please don't give that. And it's not trying to hide the truth. It's not trying to keep the truth to ourselves. But because you don't understand the whole entirety of that, you don't know how you're affecting somebody's life. Because sometimes we think in our own ego, we are given that information as if it's a warning to them. Hey, Marcus. But look at the back half of that. How else is that affecting them? You are telling the person that might be going over there, they're hopeless, they're going to die. You know what? They're not going to try maybe when they go over. They're not going to go over and go, oh, I'm going to try so much harder to stay alive. They might go over feeling hopeless. Why even try? Because you've told them they're going to die. You're telling their loved one to say goodbye and to stop living their life now. And never leave the house, never leave that phone, never leave anything because it might be the last time. And they're going to be afraid to live however long they're gone. We're really impacting people's lives, aren't we? Now, if you're getting the information, maybe it's they're not coming back as the same person. Maybe it's because whatever they're going to see is going to affect them. Maybe the depth of them isn't the depth of the physical body. Maybe it's the depth of the way they are. Because I'll tell you what, I have seen plenty of messages where somebody's called me about relationships and said, are we ever going to get back together? And I tell them I see a new relationship coming. I also tell them, I do not know if this is a new relationship as a new partner or if something dynamic is happening within yours and it's going to be brought to life in a new way because I don't know. And it's not like I'm trying to flip both sides of the coin because I'm not. But who am I to tell them, oh my God, this, this relationship that's just kind of, eh, but they're still married, it's going to completely end. And here comes Mr. Right. Then Mr. Right might be the man sitting next to, you know, in the thing, in, you know, the 500 pound guy sitting next to you. And he decides that, oh my God, because something changed. And all of a sudden he needs a weight loss journey and he loses 300 pounds. And oh my God, he's entering his life again. And that's the new relationship. So we have to think, we need to push. We need to go beyond our initial, what we get. We need to push fast. And ask that spirit, ask that energy for more information versus just blabbing out the simple things. Because when we blab out the simple, we're just about the drama, aren't we? We're just about creating drama. And how do we get, get rid of drama? Well, we ask for more information. We try to see the bigger picture. We see it, all of it. 
And that's also about being authentic. And that's also about the integrity. Pushing past, pushing further. Finding out why. Find out what's going on. I Trust me, I will guarantee you it's never going to be simple. Ever. Is it going to be simple? There's always a bigger picture. In the end, the message is going to be simple. But between point A and point D, there's a journey. There's a bigger picture. So please do me a favor in your, in your walk this week. Sit back and think about the bigger pictures. Sit back and think about the whys before we come to a determination. Now, this is just without with psychic and mediumship, but this is really about life, isn't it? Because we're always so quick to judge. We're always so quick to jump on. We are a feel-good society. That's why we have McDonald's so, so popular down the corner. is because we want it now. But I'll tell you what, the good stuff is at the expensive restaurant at the end of the block. It's going to make you wait for over an hour for your food and put you through all the appetizers and the wine list first. Because the bigger picture is the, is, is the whole experience. It's the journey to it. Nobody ever got good health from McDonald's. Nobody ever got a good meal from McDonald's that was all around good. But I guarantee you, go down the rest down the line, you're going to have to... Who do I want to go there with? You're going to walk through. You're going to have a reservation. You're going to have a little bit of chat. You're going to sit at the bar and have a drink. Then you're going to go to your table and you're going to order your first appetizer. It's going to be very small for the price. And you're going to chit-chat. And then your meal is going to come. It's even going to be smaller than the appetizer. But oh my God, you're going to have beautiful conversation. And then there's going to be dessert. And then there's bread. And there's, there's after-dinner drinks. And before you're done, you've got a two- or three-hour experience. And at the end, you're very satisfied. And it's amazing. Take your time, guys. In everything in life, take our time. Let's look out. Let's push out. Let's see what more we can do. Okay? Let's see a deeper message. Let's look to the depths of our hearts, our souls, our conversations, our Facebook posts, our life, and see what's underlining. Dig deeper. Let's stop the drama. Let's go on for something deeper. Let's start being let's start having some integrity and some authenticity as a whole. And let's let the legacy of Queen Elizabeth really, really reign. And I know it's a whole lot more than what I talked about today. Gosh, that woman was just so much. Think about what she's done through her, her reign, her lifetime. Because I'll tell you what. They talked about it a little bit today. At 10 years old, at 10 years old, she was not going to be in line to be the queen. And at 10, she found out she was definitely going to be the queen at some point in her life. And she definitely didn't think it was going to happen soon. So at 10, she had to start thinking about these things. I think we all can do it a little bit. And may she rest in peace forever and always. I know I want to thank her for always affecting my life in a positive way, but really over the last few years, she has really been, become a dynamic force for myself and I know for a lot of people. And I'd like to thank her for that. So may she rest in peace.
Um, on that note, guys, I want to also thank everybody again in um, America and the UK. God bless you guys. Every every day, every week, there is more downloads, and as of today, we are jumped to 65,800 6, 65, downloads on Podbean alone. And I think that's in six weeks, mainly in the UK. I don't know what's happened. I don't know what the messages have been, but I'm so blessed and so thankful that these messages are getting to somebody. And I hope that they keep keep going and keep affecting people because that's really what this show has been about, is to see what we can do to help somebody else to understand themselves a little bit more. And that's why I really search out there for people that have a story that's, you know, maybe not so unique. We think they're unique, but maybe not so unique. Maybe it's because their stories affect so many people and there's such a greater understanding of ourselves individually because one person got up and spoke. And I think it's amazing when that happens. And I know today Tiffany is going to affect so many people's lives and I cannot wait to see the response because um, she's just phenomenal. She's just phenomenal. Okay. So on that note, guys, I apologize for the a harsher topic, um, not scolding anybody. I just really want people to really take a moment in their lives to really get to the down and dirty within themselves, okay? And always be bring that true nature, who, the beauty of who they really are without all the extra stuff on top. Um, we're going to take a quick break here. This is Dan Renee on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. I'll be back in a few. This is WLTKDB. Talk Radio. Come see our new station shop for some amazing top quality merchandise. There is something for everyone, like blankets, electronics, clothing, and much more. Head on over to WLTKDB.com and click shop to show your support by sporting our logo. The WLTKDB Station Shop at WLTKDB.com. Paranormal talk is our business, and business is good. Want to see your video here? Sponsor WLTKDB Talk Radio and watch us make that happen. With your paid sponsorship of $80, you receive a professional produced audio, video, and banner placement on our station. Not only does your sponsorship air during our live shows, but also replayed on our podcast and heard by hundreds of like-minded people. Visit WLTKDB.com to get started and find out just how hard we work to get you noticed. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com. Hey everybody, this is Tiet Renee and I'm back here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. And I will tell you what, I just, I want to die laughing right now. Um, <laughs> um, just because... I couldn't log into the I couldn't log into Streamyard today. I actually had to click the link, which I haven't had to do forever. And I kept going, I can't see my guest. I can't see my guest. I'm sending her a message like, "Are you logging in?" And it turns out she's been here. But I want to talk to you a little bit about her before I have her join me. Her name is Tiffany Herlick, 
here like I hope she's gonna correct me if I'm wrong because I'm I'm doing better guys I'm doing better I'm still I'm still saying I get names I get names I get names um but Tiffany is uh, just this amazing woman. I want to read her bio to you. She's a best-selling author, a psychic medium, and the owner of Spellbound Publishing and Wise Skies Collective. She's a former music event producer. Oh, my God. Um, and has, re uh, sorry, a former, I'm just so excited about that. Um, a former music event producer. She holds a master's in health psychology and has received advanced training from the world's best mediums, including Lisa Williams. Tony Stockwell, Janet Novak, Mavis Patella, and beyond. And when she's not serving spirit through her sessions, she can you can find her in, um, in her, I can't say this word, apparary, and, find, and, and her yoga mat and saving needs seeds in her garden. She's just really, I need to be her. I need to be her. She is such a well-rounded woman. Please welcome Tiffany. Hi. Any words I can't get off my tongue. <laughs> I'm like, should I have thrown a curveball with some different words in there? Um... No, it's, it's, I always laugh because this is how my brain works. Before mediumship, I had, I mean, I was a nurse. I mean, words that are like 32 characters <laughs> I can whip out right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, and I, but I used to say, I can say those and I can tell you what each one of them means, but I can't say the word it. Now, since mediumship, all of those are gone and normal normal words are gone now too. So there's words in my head. I can see it in my brain, but I go, and I, I just go, it's just not my forte. I mean, I just don't look intelligent. I'm good with that. I'll talk to dead people. Life is good. And I move on with my life. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah, I do. So it's, so, it's garlic like garlic is how I say it. So that's how you garlic. Thank you. Like thank you. I, can, I can get pronounced it three different ways. And I'm like, she will correct me, but I'm still saying I get names. I get names. I get names because I want to get names. You know what I mean? I do. So welcome. They, oh my God. I love the behind you. That is so gorgeous. I Thank love you. it. Thank you. you know, What's yeah. that? We're at the, I'm at the family ranch. And so we've got, this is the, the ranch house background. <laughs> um, this background, actually, it's kind of cool because the people that we bought this house from um, 20 years ago, they made that adobe from the ground that it sits on and the barn wood is from the the mom's mother's original barn and wow. so it's just kind of a special house made from the earth you know that's that is so beautiful i know you were a little bit worried about it. i'm like oh my god i want it are you kidding me Maybe <laughs> want it for my, my fake wood i used to have a i still have it it's just on that side of the thing you know partition i used to have it behind me and you could see my hearth and everything. oh i love that though gosh takes me back yeah. <laughs> yeah i love being here so i'm i'm uh, excited to talk to you today and um i, I think i entered the back room on a, a difficult note so <laughs> well, you know um it was about you know god it's always hard to talk about it you know I mean, and you're a teacher so you understand talking talking about mediumship is amazing you know what mm -hmm. i mean we touch it we teach it but we always have to hit that that word authenticity and integrity you know mm -hmm. what i mean and i don't think you can talk about it to anybody without a scolding feeling behind it no matter how much love you have and no matter how much you just you know but it's really affected my life over the last week I, you know what i mean it's not very often that i think that we get um approached with that you know what i mean mm -hmm. but where other people have not been authentic towards myself you know or i've seen it and i'm like 
my ego is just getting burned up and I'm going, I'm not talking about in spirits. Like, and then they showed me the queen and, and they brought up her and I'm like, fine, I will talk. About <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. When I entered, it was may she rest in peace. And I thought, am I in the right? Not <laughs> <laughs> at the very last moment. Yeah. Well, it was, it actually it was, I brought her up a little bit because they are there. It's her funeral. It's her last and like of her funeral today too. And mm-hmm. I really just, I, when I had to learn about authenticity and integrity, that's when I actually started to watch her a little bit more, not mm-hmm. for her politics, but really as she was as a person. So it kind of hit my heart today, but I wanted to talk about you, you know, okay. today, not me today. Yes. So let's talk about you and, and tell everybody who you, I know I did read your bio, but there's, and God, there's so much, but what, who are you? There's a lot to talk about, right? Yeah. Yes, I want to join your world. I want to be one of your students. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's sweet. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, I live in Austin, Texas, and I practice from there. Um, I, I have a, a master's in health psychology, and I took an astrology class uh, when I was 20 that really just changed my life. Um, not because of the astrology, but because of the questions that were asked in the class. And the most important one, you know, was that my teacher said, what do you want to, what do you want to do with this? Because my chart is very intense. I have four planets in Scorpio in the 12th house, and it's all very behind the scenes and, and dark, you know, it's like a, a, there's a depth to my chart. And I think he was kind of looking at it like, are you going to do something good with this? (laughs) Like, What are you going to do? And I, I took it and I thought, you know, really at the end of the day, I just want to help people. And he said, okay, we can work with that. And so we started to dissect my chart and um, it became a big part of my life. But at that time, astrology wasn't cool. It wasn't talked about. It was really, uh, you know, shunned in a lot of places. We used to have this cool metaphysical bookstore when I was little. And um, and so growing up in Austin in the live music capital of the world, right? Like I had this, um, this opportunity to kind of be who I wanted to be. And there's a lot of freedom growing up in Austin. Um, I'm an only child, so I wasn't influenced by brothers and sisters. I grew up riding horses. I was on the water ski team. Uh, you know, I, I used to say I'm on the ski team, but you can't just say that because it's like people think that it's like snow skiing or something normal. Right. It's not like I wanted to be the pyramid person. You know, I wanted to like do show skiing. Exactly. And then I wanted to like do dolphin research and stuff. So my first major was in uh, marine biology because I wanted to be a show skier. <laughs> that works. <laughs> but, you know, spirit had other plans. And so um, through all of my adventures, through all of the different life paths that I took, I continued to have these um, synchronicities that were just unbelievable, you know, and uh, until they're believable and then it becomes part of your life. Um, I had a near-death experience when I was 14 that really opened things for me. And um, I think it's, I, I think, you know, at psychic mediums, something that they have in common is either things like abuse or uh, difficult, um, like head injuries, like difficult traumas. You know what I yeah. mean? And oh, so yeah. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend that's how you get your psychic gifts. But I think it's something that we have um, in common. And so mm-hmm. after this, traumatic car wreck, what I had was uh, a different understanding of the way that spirit works okay. from my experience. It wasn't something I read in a book. It wasn't something that somebody told me I should believe in. 
um, it really made me question religion versus spirituality at a very young age. Um, and at that point, and we had just moved from Austin to Abilene, Texas, which okay. was very different, right? Like a very different. Oh yeah, they're night and day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so I um I didn't. It's not that I didn't have someone in my life I could talk to. I just didn't even know how to remotely convey the experience I had gone through. Um, and I was really in shock. But what I saw in the afterlife um, ended up being um, something that the other professionals have experienced or had talked about. And mm -hmm. I thought there's something to this. So be, based on my experience, I knew who I could believe. You know what I mean? I knew who I could trust and follow that were sharing some similar experiences. And so um, it really, you know, I had a pretty normal life. I was a, a big party girl and for a long time and I stopped uh, that life. And uh, I'm, I'm working on a book called The After Party because it's about the afterlife and life after being involved in the party world. It's really oh, cute. You're gonna like it. No, that would be a great book. Yeah. <laughs> <Read it. laughs> the After Party. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's a, it's a light way of looking at the afterlife, you know? It's a, a interesting, I guess, just different take on it. But um, I guess the idea is over time, these different experiences um, led me to train more professionally as a medium instead of just kind of wondering what, what my gifts were or just being lost in the interest of it all. It's like we, you have to start or I needed to start to focus down with um, teachers that could really help me enhance the gift. Right. Um, and we receive it all differently. So it's not like there's a method and an approach like this is the way that you become this. It's like. Yeah. You want to find people that help you become you. Right. And, um, and that's why I really um, am, cherish those teachers that you read. It's like those, those teachers do help you become you it, with the gifts that you have. And um, they're all drastically different. Each one of them. And, and people don't realize, I mean, Mavis Patel to Lisa Williams. <laughs> you know, and they're both English, but they both are drastically different. Drastically. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, love that. I love that. So how, I mean, what, did you have a day job before this or what? I mean, I know you had the, the masters and all that. So were you doing psychology and then going to mediumship or? Um, I was doing astrology mostly. So I started by writing the astrology column because it was kind of an easy thing to do. Um, and during that time I did have day jobs. I worked I was a, a an event producer for Google Fiber for when Google moved to Austin. I was a marketing manager for I was the Torchy's first marketing director for Torchy's Tacos, which is now all across the U.S. Um, I had jobs that were mostly like I worked for C3 in managing the different food courts at uh, ACL Music Festival at Lollapalooza Music Festival. Um, I pitched festival ideas that we then produced that were live music and food oriented. Um, and yes, I have I have a, a fun resume and I have worked for companies, but it's usually been in the capacity of uh, freelance and entertainment. And so uh, there's quite a bit of freedom that comes with that. And, um, you know, I mean, that's uh, I think it, I think my first job was at Dollar Western Wear. <laughs> Second job was at the vet. I really wanted to be a veterinarian. Right. And at my first day at the vet, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to be a veterinarian. <laughs> like it was, it was just, it was it was painful. It hurt, it hurt me physically, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. uh, 
was too sensitive for it. So, yeah. and when you look at your life, because you have all these different elements, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How do you see as all of those different things coming into who you are today, you know, and, mm -hmm. and try to change it into that? You know, I, it's a good question. And it's probably one that's still evolving. Um, because for a long time, I, I, I thought that you couldn't fit everything under the this umbrella that's Tiffany. Like there wasn't this like persona brand. I don't know how to say it. I felt like very disconnected from all the different pieces of my life. Right. And over time, you know, I've been able to see that each one has built a foundation to do the next thing. Um, but it wasn't clear at the time. And the best way I can describe it is uh, is my friend Deborah talks about the chocolate cake. Like you're trying to make a chocolate cake. So you got some flour, you got some like dry ingredients over here. There's no way that's going to turn into a chocolate cake. You got to break an egg and scramble it. This <laughs> doesn't look like a chocolate cake. I want to eat, you know, and then you do all this alchemy and you put it in the oven through the fire and it comes out a cake. And so that's kind of, I guess that's how I would answer that question. It's like all these experiences individually don't look like they led to this point, but they did. And, um, you know, outside of work, outside of corporate type engagement in the entertainment world, I, like I really like being outside and nature has been some of my best teachers. I, I got into beekeeping a couple of years ago. Um, and so being with the bees and observing nature in that way, um, we've always had horses and I, we have dogs and cats and we're like rescue people. But I uh, just being, um, you know, with nature in for a long period of time is also really framed my ability to sit still and connect and listen intuitively. Right. Uh, so I love that. Uh, yeah. Chocolate cake is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Last answer I think I've ever heard. You know what I mean? I'm always waiting for that. What are they going to say? You know what I mean? I mean, I know how I became a medical intuitive. No doubt. Boom. Here you go. <laughs> I don't have the other journey other than I, yep, this is how it happened. So, I mean, to have such a, a, a huge variety in your background, really, to come to who you are today is just amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. And people always want to go, well, maybe it was a near-death experience. Well, it was part of it, part of it, you know what I mean? But it really, all of you coming together. I love mm -hmm. that. So how have you found being a medium has changed your, I mean, astrology and mediumship, you know, they're the same, but they're like, really, they're night and different. You know, I mean, they're finally yes. starting to figure out that mediumship, there's some science behind it. Mm -hmm. But astrology really is all about the science of something. Mm -hmm. you know, so how did you make that leap? I mean, that's a that's a faithful leap. I have students that are astrologers, and they're like, whoa, my world is really opened up now. But <laughs> how do you make that leap? Well, I think that... Um... I don't know that I would say it. it's a leap because it's like two different things that I do, right? And so the astrology piece, I'm looking at the forecast, just like I'm looking at the weather of the sky. Um, I had this really cool um, encounter, I'll say. Uh, one night we had, there were, I had two separate friends that don't know each other and myself, and we all had this alien dream, okay? So we all had this same dream the same night. And in, in mine, um, the the interesting part is that they showed me the stars and said this is the language of the stars it's just the language of this it's just another language and so i was being taught astrology from kind of two different angles from like this very classical it's a clock in the sky these are the cycles this is what happens this is the uh philosophy 
um, you know, behind the influence of each planet and then study for yourself. And that's what I that's what I liked about it. It's like, look, study for yourself. Don't believe us. Don't believe the books. Don't believe the dreams. Just read the weather and see what happens. Right. And, you know, astrology can really, um, I think, scare people into a like an inactive or like a, a fear of missing out. Like, oh gosh, the astrology is good. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing in this like one window of time or, oh my gosh, the astrology is bad. I better behave differently. Mm -hmm. And so I really try to use astrology as a tool um, that just is just like looking at the weather. I have, one of my clients put it best. He said, sometimes you got to fly over the Bermuda Triangle on Friday the 13th. Like sometimes you just got to go out there and live your life, right? Right. So, that's astrology and then mediumship is um to me it's it's it is drastically different and sometimes in my sessions they collide because that's my experience mm -hmm. um, you know and so i can speak to both sides of it mm -hmm. um mediumship you asked you know how it has changed my life um i think once i really understand i've always said you know i'm working for both sides it's it's for both sides it's help spirits spirit people and earthly people. And it wasn't really until I read um, Lisa's book, Survival of the Soul. That I still tried to read that book. Oh my gosh. I, I like drank it like it was water. You know what oh, I mean? Her and I, when she was on my show, I literally went, Lisa, I know it's been, you know, like suggestive reading like through three courses. <laughs> I get to this part and it just stops. And she's like, really? <laughs> Yeah. And I went back and tried again and I get like one or two pages in and nothing's there. Like I never even looked at it. So I just put the book down and it's, it's traveled all over the world. With <laughs> it's gone to Scotland and back. It's been to Ireland. It's been to Mexico. Mm -hmm. It's been to can't tell you how many States in the United States. And I cannot get, pa I, I finally just put it on the shelf because I'm, I, I love the book, but my body just says not yet. My soul says not yet. Well, your body knows, right? Like your body knows your soul knows. And yeah. what's been trippy about reading that book, like what's been so trippy is that I will have a session and then I'll like go, I'll like do my nightly reading. And yeah. it's, it's like the thing that just happened, you know, I'm like, what, how did that? And so why, why has, is mediumship important to me? It's because I'm able to see from my experience and from that book is how healing it is to the soul on the other side. So what started happening recently, you know, <laughs> you like practice your mediumship and you're not that great at it, but you're kind of excited about it. And then you kind of get better at it and you get a good one and then you get some bad ones and you think, Oh, you're never supposed to even do this. And you know, you go on this journey. Well, at some point like that had leveled off for me at the juncture at which I realized um, <clears throat> some of the souls that were coming through, like they just needed to have an apology and yeah. there was a release and the other, the other person, I was even able to say, like, I know that you think that you don't need an apology. This is for them. This is for their life review. And after after several of those sessions and then reading about the experience that Lisa um, illustrates in that book, mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, like, what an honor, you yeah. know, um, what an honor, not not just for us living. But in, I mean, I want I want like a good medium and what I'm going through my life review, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I think that's one reason I was spurred the authenticity today. Like we need a problem. It's like, guys, we're, 
you know, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I love that. You, you know, and you know, like almost every culture will talk about their life review through their lens of religion or spirituality and life review. I think one of the biggest messages I have is that is to not wait, you know, that you will go through that. Yeah. But to, but you can go through that here and kind of get right with yourself here wow. and, you know, make your amends, make your apologies, get and take responsibility for your life mm. while you can. Right. Yeah. I mean, the common messages, right, that that mediums share are live your life, like yeah. enjoy your life, right? Yeah. But we don't often say, like, go make your apologies. You know? Well, no, because about the time we say that, you know what, everybody thinks they're dying tomorrow. You yeah. know, like, no, <laughs> yeah. not. I, I don't know when you're going to die. And I wouldn't tell you if I knew, you know, yeah. it's not my yeah. place. But I get it because I always go back to this this line I read in James on Prague's book. And I've mm -hmm. read this line, I don't know, gosh, probably about nine and a half years, nine, nine and a half years ago. Because I used to smoke. And I was like a two and a half, three pack a day smoker. And I mean, <laughs> try to quit. Even the doctors looked at me and said, you are the 1% that will never quit. And I went, I was willing to accept that. Like, okay, you know, whatever. And I read his book because back then I was like, I was grabbing up every book I could. And in his book, he said, you can either quit smoking on, on earth or you can quit in heaven. But either way, you're going to quit. So do you want, where do you want to have your DTs at? And I, yeah, he didn't say the DTs part, but it was quitting or quitting heaven. And all I could think was, I'm not going to heaven in my first week going, <laughs> I wasn't going to see Jesus or whoever on the other side and chew him a new asshole because I was having a Nick fit. <laughs> no, no, that ain't happening, you know? So now I look at that and it's like, so I'm always going in deeper soul searching and, and digging and, and I'm a zero degree Aquarius. So that tells you how much emotion I put into a thing. You know I mean? There's, it's like, it's digging deeper and understanding deeper. So I get that, you know? So, yeah, but, it is what it is, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. So is that how you teach also? Because you're also a teacher. Is that how I teach uh, mediumship? Mediumship. On the well, yeah. Um, ask, ask me a different way and I'll. Okay. Um, how do you go? I, I, okay. What I will say, because you are a teacher and I know you're, I know you're an amazing teacher. I already know that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, so how, how do you go about what is your importance on teaching mediumship? Where, where is your like almost miss, mission statement? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's, it's hilarious. It's actually a big cosmic joke because it's I can't. I mean, I knew so last night. I'm like, shoot, I'm why am I trying to write a mission statement? <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I don't I don't need a mission statement. And the the reason I had this I've never asked anybody before either ever. It's <laughs> it's my guide and it's a cosmic joke going on right now. And I, I have like an elevator pitch I could give you, but I was starting to write this mission statement. And it's like, what came to mind was one of my business mentors early in life was Roy Spence. He's the S of GSDNM, a big advertising agency. Okay. And they, he said, he, he, I mean, he's like very well known in the business world and he's doing this business talk. And somebody says, what's your business plan? And he says, make money. What's yours? <laughs> you know, make money. What's yours? And so the same thing kind of for my mission statement, it's like heal people. I mean, is there much more to it? You know, heal, like have a healing experience with the souls. But 
to, to your question on how I teach, like if you were coming to my class for the first time, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I like it to be very empowering and very off the hook. And so I, uh, I start out by saying, I know you were born psychic. You don't have to prove anything to me. I believe in you, whether you do or not. Um, we have, most of us are fortunate to have these five senses that extend out from the physical body into the supernatural realm. And uh, some of us really like playing football and some of us really like playing piano, um, but we can all do it if we train. But some of us are just kind of better at some of them than others. So whether you're like the football player or the piano player, you have these skills and talents. And so the first step is kind of to go through the clairs and figure out which ones you naturally are good at and which ones you maybe want to work on. And so like in music, right, if you're trying to play a song, you got to start with the chords and it's boring. And so in mediumship and psychic work, you got to start with things like colors and chakras. We call them chanclas. <laughs> you know, the chakras. That's another word. Is it chakras or chakras? Yeah, <laughs> right? It depends. Are you like, yeah, it just depends. Are you northern or southern? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you have to start with some basics. And like I said, I think I was, I was taking colors from Janet Nohavik and I'm like, are you, are you seriously going to talk about colors right now? Like you're one of the best mediums in the world. I don't want to talk like I know about colors yeah. and then it became real for me. And here's how this is a, an example. I give a lot in my classes. I was doing um, a cold case and I was doing, uh, I was reading for the client, okay. the author of a book and law enforcement and me. And so we're on a zoom and we're going through what happened and I'm giving them a highway number and I'm giving them some other things. And then I get to the part where I say, oh, it feels like like I had a piece of information about a law enforcement agency. And I said that there were two and they said, that's correct. Can you differentiate? And the only way that I could differentiate, they were both blue. I said blue and they said they're both blue. And uh, they said, can you differentiate? And the only reason I could is because I had practiced colors in Janet's class. So I could tell light blue from dark blue and yeah. navy blue from royal blue, right? Yes. So, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Right. So you start by believing in yourself. You start by having a clear and healthy. I tell people being psychic is a lifestyle and it may not be for you. And it's, you know, being psychic means um, you have a, a there's a certain devotion that you have. You you sit for meditation every day. Uh, you connect. You practice connecting with spirit. Mm -hmm. um, we do. We go through the ethics of it, right? Like never asking for other people's information. Other people. Uh, we we go through like the do's and don'ts, the ethics and the integrity piece, and um, just like how I set up for a reading and how I close down for a reading, and then I encourage them to get creative in their process. Um, and just that, like, you got nothing to prove. I know you're psychic. And I'll tell you what, like, even though I say that, I'm like, well, I mean, it's like their first day. I don't know. How's it going to go? Right. Right. Every time spirit blows me away. Mm -hmm. Like when I teach remote viewing, they can describe any of any house, you know, and I'm like, wow, like y'all, if we were solving murders, we would have solved one tonight because y'all nailed it. And there's something that happens in that in class when you're practicing as a group, mm -hmm. just like going to yoga, like you just do better when you're with people than if you're on your own watching YouTube. It's the same thing. It's like there's something that happens with spirit in that group dynamic that um, always just fascinates me. It, it always raises a vibration, doesn't it? It just, yeah. goes, you know, 
Yeah. So people go, oh my God, I want to do one-on-one. Oh, fabulous. I can give you that individual attention, but it doesn't mean it's going to lift you up higher than if I put you in a group. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes that group can just literally bring you to the ethers, you know? Yes. Dynamic. You know, people don't realize that. It's so funny because um, when we talk about that, it reminds me of when my mentor and, you know, my boss is Lisa Williams. And I've only actually seen her one demonstration gallery, one in all this time uh -huh. <laughs> once. And I remembered her looking at the audience going, OK, I need you all to do me a favor. And they were like, OK, what? And she's like, after each spirit, after each reading, I need you to clap. And they kind of looked at her. She goes, I don't need it for my ego because I know I'm good. But you're going to help me raise the vibration of the room together and coming together and clapping in celebration raises that energy like whoosh. You know what I mean? It just it was so dynamic. You yeah. know, so I actually practiced that at the last gallery and I didn't say it. You know, I actually talked to somebody else and they had brought that up to everybody. And I was blown away because I'd never had that in my own gallery. And that group to bring up that vibration, it was like the first ring was good, but eh. second ring was holy. By the time we we're done, it was like energy exploding on your chest because this room is lifting the vibration, not just one person or two people. So it was really dynamic. It was amazing. We're going to be clapping in my classes now. <laughs> you know what? I might have to put that in myself. Like, hey, I want round of applause for everybody. And I just, hey, I can take it. <laughs> yeah. it's huge it's huge people don't realize that you know oh, and music is too right like i like to play a song before but it needs to be an uplifting one it's not like this i think people think of like i like to sit for sure for meditation put on some sitar light the incense i'll sit there quiet but if we're doing readings like i want some music that is positive that is uplifting that has brings energy to it you know Right. And so I usually start my classes with some of that too, but now we're going to clap. I like this. I like it. I'm not clapping. You know, I was, the power of it was huge. I can't even tell you, Tiffany. It was like, I mean, I got to witness, witness it with Lisa, but you know, at least already brings her energy. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think anything can fall through that, but to, for myself to feel it was like, oh, there's something to this. <laughs> something to this, which I love, which I love. Yes. So let's jump into how you go from this and that to publishing. I mean, and owning your own publishing company. I mean, come on. Who, I know a few people, but how do you get to that point? Okay. So publishing, my publishing journey came, <laughs> this is kind of a fun story. It came when I was doing events, when I was doing um, live music events, when I was um, pitching festivals and whatnot. And so at that point I did have kind of like a nine to five job but I was living this festival life. And so I, my dad said, um, you know, you, I think you've been in the wrong job for a long time. Why don't you quit? And I thought, okay, I quitting never dawned on me. It wasn't like um, an option. You know, I just was like doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And so I went in and I quit and I had no plan and no money and no ability to pay rent. And I started this whole like festival lifestyle thing. I was doing these consulting works and, and I, pitched this particular festival called the Gypsy Picnic. And I went around to all the different food trucks and invited them in. We hired uh, musicians. It was down at Auditorium Shores on the water, on the lake. And um, I wrote all their stories, and uh, which was like a way for them to pass down their family recipes from their culture, from their heritage. Right. And then basically, it was kind of like a community cookbook for Austin. 
And it went so well that I did like seven other books just like that in other cities. And so through that journey, I was publishing with different places and people and companies. And I even worked at a publishing, I worked at two different publishing companies because of that, that part of my life. Right. And I, it just wasn't um, uh, good for the author. Okay. And, and so because I had learned all the tricks of the trade at that point, I was like, you know, stop with the, the, everything behind this curtain mojo. And I, and I just wanted to have a publishing company that I could produce my metaphysical books, my cookbooks, whatever, my beekeeping stuff, and a place for authors to come that they didn't have to get the runaround of the system. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I never like it's a very author forward company. I, I just want everybody to be able to do to produce their book like that's it, you know. And so sometimes people want to produce under Spellbound, which is our the metaphysical side, mm -hmm. or they want to publish on their own label and they'll just hire us to publish for them to get them in the bookstore system. They need to, you know, they need to have a book for their business or for their own life purpose to get something out and their own soul creation or to promote something that they're doing. There's lots of reasons people write books. Right. Um, and so it doesn't all, it's not like it always fits into the publisher's parameters. And mm -hmm. that's why I think it's such a great option that you can do something under your own imprint and for your own. Right. Um, so I got into publishing because I got screwed around a whole lot. And I just understood the way to do it. And there's a, a template that works and it can be done well. And I'm not saying that every publisher that I worked with was bad. They weren't, but they taught me a lot of lessons. And so um, that's, that's really what the impetus was for forming that company. And I will tell you, I, and I thank God you do that because I will tell you what, I've been looking at writing a book for, well, since Lisa, actually before Lisa, but she did one of her mini readings on me class and she looked at me, she goes, you have a book in there and you need to write it. And I went, oh, okay, I can do this. And I was going to, I was going to like, here we go. And then the more I looked into not the writing part, but the publishing part, yeah, the more I've gone further away and further yeah. away and further away. And then finally a company's like, okay, you pay us $10,000 and we'll mm. help you write it and blah, 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 blah. And you're going, okay, further away and further away. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, spirit's written the book. I can't tell you many times word for word in my mind. Like all I have to do is type. That's mm -hmm. all I have to do. They're like downloading it. Mm -hmm. but that whole publishing thing is like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because I know what it can, you know? So, I do. And I just, I didn't want that hurdle anymore. And yeah. I didn't. And so that's, that was really why I did it. Yeah. I mean, I've been dabbled with Amazon and made a couple of little, I don't know, thing with line books with lines in it. I mean, nothing major, like more journals. And even that was a pain in the butt. So to be able to do that, what you do, that service for people is huge. That's Thanks. huge. I yeah. love that. Thank you. you know, I love that. You know, so, you know, where do you, I mean, you also have, um, is wise skies. Wise skies. Yeah. So um, I love that. yeah, Wise Skies it what started as an astrology company, and I was a guest writer for Wise Skies, and um, we I wrote for a year and a half, and the owner at the time said, you know, I think I'd like to pass the torch forward. Would you like to buy the company? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I would. <laughs> And so 
so I purchased the company and, um, and it, what it is an, an astrology based company. And as I grew stronger in my psychic readings, it was, uh, it couldn't just be astrology. And so it went from this like astrology blog where we take astrology clients and it really grew into something that spirit had in mind, which is more, it's uh, wise guys is a metaphysical counseling company. Um, we offer one-on-one -on -one sessions through different modalities, such as astrology, mediumship, Akashic uh, records, tarot. Um, there are different readers that are employed through Wise Skies, which is great for them because they don't have to start their own business, right? right. And it's good for the Wise Skies family because they're introduced to different types of readers, whether they're people that have been trained by me or uh, others that have gone through our protocol um there are people that like are well advanced in topics that i will never understand you know so we have so they we offer this one-on-one -on -one classes uh i mean excuse me sessions but we also offer classes that are um, complementary to our members so um as part of the membership people get access to classes they get discounts on readings they get all kinds of goodies in their inbox and it's this uh, it's this community that has formed that started as just astrology, but now uh, it's seekers that are really trying to improve their life and to understand themselves through some different lenses. Um, it's it's a it's a pretty solid group of people, um, women thirty five to sixty five ish, and most of them are on some kind of self uh, inquiry journey, and so there's some commonality with that. So that's really what Wise Guys started as and now has morphed into. <laughs> I, love, I love that. I do because people don't realize, I mean, at least in our world, mediumship, you know, we have, you know, we, there's so many other worlds through there, but, mm -hmm. you know, just to, to have a place for at least even mediums to go to go, oh my God, my life is falling apart and why? You know what I mean? Because mediumship just, I mean, to, anyway. First day of beginners, I look at everybody, you're going to get tickled tummies by the time you're done with this class. But if you pro progress, spirit will more than likely change your whole life in ways that you're not exactly prepared for and a deep journey into your soul that might just crack you. And they look at me like, yeah. And it may not happen at the second level, but by the time we're done, trust me, you know, and they always look at me like, really? And it's, it's even the most, I've even had the most sound, calm lady, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> learning taking pilot lessons because she's going to overcome her fear of flight or oh my God. Fear of heights because spirit said you need to do this and she went uh and she ducked you know what i mean it's just it's amazing that to have have a place that for everybody to be able to go and be able to get help through that is huge it's huge and maybe well, it's a whole different angle than what you're thinking but it's like no no it really i mean that's exactly it it's people come when they're when they're cracked and when they're cracked open and they need clarity and they need to find grounding and really just kind of come back to themselves so yeah. i think that's a great way of beautiful way of putting it i'm just i'm happy that you have it because i know when i was cracked i had lisa thank god i had lisa because when i cracked Honey, in the middle of Lilydale, halfway through my master teachership, I'm lying in Lisa's floor and her in her apartment side under her her studio apartment underneath her house, and the bathroom crawled up like a baby, crying, sobbing. <laughs> I mean, not like tears. I mean, wailing, cracked open, going, "Oh, just shoot me now!" You know what I mean? <laughs> of course, mine's a little more dynamic than most. 
But thank God I had somebody like her to go, okay, I know what just happened. And let's let's spend a year of doing soul coaching to get you back. Mm-hmm. You know, the best self of you. But there mm-hmm. wasn't a place for me to go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There wasn't there wasn't a place. And it's it's amazing that there's a place for people to go to for that. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's you. If I'd known about you before, honey, I'd have been on your doorstep. Hello. Looking in, looking over the can I see through the window? <laughs> no you're too much you're the no 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 we encourage to bring everything don't leave anything at the door you know no bring it all in and get messy with it they say that what is it like spiritual have you seen that meme where it's like spiritual development is like baptizing a cat (laughs) it's like that you know there's a lot of yes but or there's a lot of um things that we go through because our mind is trying to keep us safe Right. And so that's okay, you know, but it's it, part of the psychic development or part of the self um, development journey is understanding that different, how, how to work with the mind so that the mind isn't working against us um, through these challenging moments when we're on the bathroom floor <laughs> trying to claw our way out. Right? And I'm telling you that, I mean, can you picture that? Because that's what it was. I can, I can. I get the whole thing. 200 pounds at that time. So trust me, it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> and people outside the door are talking about fairy hunting and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> right. of course excuse me I don't think they knew what I was doing until they heard me really wailing they're like whoa wait a second I think I think she's lost her mind and it's funny because as I'm seeing the meme I'm seeing my own meme going here I was like trying to tote this big old medieval wagon you know where they have all the wares all over yeah like the bags are falling and I'm trying to pull it you know myself and now when I'm finally to the door, I've got this tiny little purse, you know, this little backpack purse. And yeah. I finally let go of that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> people don't realize you can you can let go of that. You can make that load lighter and lighter and lighter by digging deeper, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, to have a place is just amazing. It's amazing, you know. So I also wanted to bring up, you just got recently asked to go to a church. I, wonder, I, did. I want to bring it up. I am... <laughs> wow what an honor what an amazing honor it, that's there's no other way to describe it i don't know what happened yesterday but the, i got the strangest amount of most honoring invites um you know i like and i i actually messaged tawny is in our community you know tawny lewis we traded readings a while like in april and she she had said, I think you're going to be traveling. I see more in media next year. And I'm like, okay. And uh, well, yesterday I was invited to speak at the Church of the Living Spirit, which is in my oh. mind, like the highest honor, you know, and <laughs> I just can't. Um, and and it, what's, what's worse is that it's like in February, it's like so far away that I'm going to have all this time to like get nervous about it. But I like after the service um, yesterday, I was at, I was, I was invited. And of course, like, that's a, to, to me, like you were talking about earlier, am I going to die now? Like, that was it. That's what it was. <laughs> well you're gonna make it till february at least because we got this gig for you i mean what an honor because that is my church i was just there a few weeks ago and i you know i got to watch lisa speak and i've gotten to stand up on there not as to you know to speak like you're going to but i've I've had the honor of doing messages in my church that church i want to say my church not that Mm -hmm. church my church because it is i mean just paid my fees like a week ago (laughs) 
can't keep me for another year, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. But the honor and that beautiful little church is just so, gosh, I mean, that's just like the epitome of something, you know, being knowing you made it. <laughs> well, that's how it felt. And it also, I'm just reminded that it's like, you're not really working for, you are working for in the earthly realm, but spirit is my employer. And so I'm going to say yes to anything like that, because I know that whatever they're up to, whatever they're aligning is, uh, is helping both realms. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, huge honor. The same day I got invited to go do live in person in Las Vegas uh, readings. And then um, I don't know, there was another one where I'm like, what? Like, so January, it's California, New York, and then February, it's Las Vegas. And I'm like, ah, like, whoa, what? <laughs> like, I'm, yes, I'm ready to go out and do stuff. But it, it, felt, it feels like something has shifted in my practice where I'm not just so comfortable behind the zoom camera and doing the little things from my, you know, corner of the world and um, where it's like time to get back out with people and uh, doing demonstrations. Isn't that amazing? I love that. I love that, you know? And so, and I keep waiting for it. I mean, I'm having little things here and there, but I'll, t I'll take it. You know what I mean? It's just yes. it's yes. when our journey's supposed to happen. You know, it's just when our journey's supposed to happen. So, which we don't create, you know, like there's all this manifesting talk. It's like, it's just not about that. It's just show up and do your job and they'll put you where they're needed. You know, that's exactly it. And people don't realize that, you know, they don't realize that things happen the way they're supposed to happen, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it's so funny because when you were talking about other readings and, and your astrology chart and everything, they picked my, when I was in mastermind this last couple of, not last week, I think it was a week before. Anyway, I was there with a bunch of astrologers, you know, girls oh. that are like, and I don't do astrology. I'm sorry. I, I attempted and I went, no, not for me. Yeah. You know it's it's its own language. It's its own language. And I went, if I'm not going to learn Spanish, I'm probably not going to learn astrology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved how you put in there a whole look at it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so your analogy was like, oh, I might have learned it if I'd seen it that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but I was looking at learning it from a guy that was all science and this and that. I'm like, I didn't, I failed ninth grade science. I don't know how <laughs> it's not going to happen anyway, but they picked my chart apart. I mean, they were like, Ooh, oh, ee, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you sometime because I would love to see it, but I'll send it to you and you'll be like, Holy shit. I guess that's what they said anyway. You know, but when they do say it to you, when they bring up these readings, especially charts, it was, you know, you're like, what am I going to do with this? And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you've got the God sign. I'm like, okay. And they're like, have you activated? I'm like, I don't know. Have I, how do I do it? Can I activate it? I'll activate it. Let's do it. I'll do anything else. Let's do this. <laughs> right. Light it up. <laughs> don't give me the dead lighter. I want <laughs> So I love it. So what else do you have coming? What else do you have coming? Oh my gosh. Well, those are the big things, you know, those are the, the big three things. And so I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't really asked spirit because it's like I got that was a lot yesterday. Like you said, it's like this pinnacle moment in my life right now. And I'm, I'm just so humbled. Um, I'm just so humbled by it. And I'm like uh, really excited to to deliver messages there. Um, Otherwise, I'm in place, but I would love to just share a stage with you someplace and deliver messages. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. I would love to. And, you know, I have um, a lot of authors in your part of the world. And so uh, I do come to your part of the world. Oh, do you? Yeah. That's awesome. I got family in your part of the world. Well, not as much <laughs> Austin, but. <laughs> yeah, Texas is a big state. You can drive all day and still be in it. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> I think about two days and still be in it. Right. Yeah. Mine are all up in Westworth, up in that area. You know what I mean? Westworth, Arlington, you know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Oh, you know? So a few of them ventured down to a few, you know, smaller, but not quite as far as you. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. You know, Texas is its own universe, its own. Um, we've got mountains. We've got ocean. We've got hill country. We've got dry desert. We've got high desert. We've got low desert. We, I mean, it's it's every landscape is right here. Yeah. And it's a really diverse group of people. Um, yeah. You would think, you know, back in the day, it's like, oh, you're talking about mediumship in Texas. You know, it's it was just so foreign where I grew up. And and so to develop that over time, you know, in a place where I'm like, I mean, this is who I am. Like, I'm part country girl and part psychic girl and part, right. <laughs> you know, after we get done, I'm going to go out and do some beekeeping and gardening and, um, you know, hike around with the dogs. It's very wild. We've got coyote. We've got, you know, like there's an element to it that just feels very like primal out here. Um, and I, you know, I just am, am so grateful for whatever spirit has in store for me for next year. Um, one of the big projects that we just got launched was our uh, digital astrology calendar. Okay. It's, yes. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a copy, and the reason it's great for all levels is because I wrote descriptions, and so you don't really have to know what it means that Neptune is Kazemi, the Sun. You know, like I, because the description is in there, and so you can work with it. It's just like having a weather forecast, but from the planets. Right. Um, and so the the digital calendar to me, it's like I check it before I make appointments. I'm like, is this a good time? Is this a bad time? And I just it's on any, I can, it's in your calendar system. So like I, I use Google, you, it's on any calendar and it travels with you. So when you change time zones, it, it changes and it's really fluid. Oh, that's and so cool. And I, I, I will tell you what, there's a lot to that because there's a, um, not a astrologer calendar, but I, I, I actually purchased one last year from a numerologist mm -hmm. and I scheduled my, and it's no secret. I tell the world I had gastric bypass. It'll, almost, it'll be almost a year. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I scheduled it without consulting that calendar. Mm -hmm. Probably a mistake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I ended up in the, it was it turned out to be like the worst day of my life to have a surgery. Yeah. And, and I will tell you what, literally it was like, they had to keep me drugged up an extra four hours in the recovery room because there wasn't a bed for me. And then they finally got me up and the pain was, I mean, horrendous. And they were like, what is going on? They couldn't figure out. A day later, they're like, we might have to put her back in for surgery because we're not sure if something's gone wrong and blah, blah, blah. It all was because I sipped off a straw. They didn't flip my shaking up and it correlated in my stomach, you know, so it became a hard ball causing all this pain. And it was like, if I hadn't had surgery the next day or the day before, life probably would have been a lot simpler. <laughs> and I look back at that going, there was something to that, like something was going to happen no matter what, because it just was right. Not, it wasn't a good day numerology. It wasn't a good astrological day. Nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. so, you know what old wives tales, quote, quote, and I'm mm -hmm. going to put quotes around it because some people are still in the old wives tales, you know, winter's almanac type thing, you know, um, but there's a lot to it. There's a huge amount to it, you know. 
I mean, I just, like I said, I look at it like I'm looking at the weather. I want to know what vibe I'm walking into so I can plan accordingly. You know, if if I know it's going to be intense out there, I have a lot more love in my heart for everybody that is driving, you know, Mm -hmm. like I, and I, I can, it's a way that I can use the tools instead of being affected by the weather and start to influence it somewhat. Right. So I, I can enter a bad day knowing that people are going to be a little bit more intense, that they're going to be feeling their feelings a little bit more. Um, You know, I can enter a a full moon period knowing that it's, there's going to be more that's illuminated that uh, a good time for missing persons, missing objects. Um, I can, I can work with it with forensics. I can work with it um, with people's birthdays that just want to be like, what kind of, what, what should I focus on this year? Um, and so you can get that, like, I'm saying that's how I use the calendar, right? Like, right. so the, the calendar is, um, is the 2023 one just launched, which people would say, don't do that during a Mercury retrograde period. Like, eh, I was born with Mercury in retrograde. Like, I can work with the data. And so it's out. And so that's really exciting in my business world, too. I'm going to have people go looking for that because that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Now, tell me something about this Mercury retrograde, because normally I don't feel them. You know, I mean, I might <laughs> a little bit with, OK, my lights might flicker. Usually for me, it's not really feeling it. Yeah. But last week was, excuse my language, a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, this has something to do with this retrograde. I don't know what it is, but oh my God, I'm just going to go into a little bubble. I'm not coming out, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, awesome. the astrology is kind of a secret secret weapon for people to um, start to go back into their self-reflection mode. So mm-hmm. it's a great thing to blame. Like when everything's going wrong, it's like, it must be the astrology. And then they come visit me and we talk about what really matters. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like the scapegoat thing that goes on. But you know, to answer your question, yeah, like yeah, the astrological weather has been very intense lately. Um, we're facing, in addition to Mercury retrograde, we're facing a Saturn Uranus square is coming back into play, which happened three times in 2020. <coughs> right? I'm on I'm on my wrong timeline. It happened three times. So February 17th and june and then again in december and i i remember those dates because in austin we had a freeze that was unprecedented many lives were lost it was crazy um in june the same thing our power grid went out and everybody was hot and died from that and then in december this it was just it was a very strange cycle i would describe it as a gong crash right so we're kind of creeping in on a last gasp of that like gong crash feeling on top of it being Mercury retrograde. And so the retrogrades are just a great time to edit, to go back over stuff, not really start something new, but to re um, to pivot, to reassess. Um, And when we know that it's like, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not exempt from it. I had a lot of Mercury stuff go wrong last week too. of like emails that went out at weird times or things that weren't like, it just, there was just a lot of miscommunication or no communication or, You know, I sent more people to their spam folder last week than I think I've ever done. <laughs> Everybody's like, I didn't receive my last, I didn't receive, go to your spam. I know I'm in your spam. Just go to your spam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But a lot of deep soul searching. You're 110%. Because as you said, they like to, I'm like, God, I'm right. I'm one of those. I want to blame astrology, but it really wasn't. It was me looking in here and me going, Ugh, you know, and bringing that back up. So, it's well, in astrology too, I find amplifies, right? Like out there. What's right. going on in here? 
And so if I'm, if I personally am not feeling organized or if I'm personally feeling chaotic, the astrology, the tone of the day is going to amplify that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to, as a person, think that it's some outside force that's influencing me when in fact I am part of the storm, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm go back to, um, to like meditate, to be still, to be quiet to um, go through my self-care checklist and do I really need to be out in the mix or do I need to be unplugged a little bit more? And so that's another way you can work with it. You know, astrology, I'll, I'll give you like astrology 101. It's, it's like your, the birth chart is like a, a um, play for your whole life. And so, yes, there's some predestiny, but there's also some free will. The planets are the actors, they have personalities. The signs are the wardrobe, right? So I behave a lot different in a red dress than I do in a black hoodie than I do in a ballerina costume, right? Right. Work of Phil Zimbardo, right? Yep. Um, and the, so the planets are the actors. The the signs are the wardrobe. They behave differently depending on what sign they're in. Yep. And um, the houses are kind of the the lay of the land, the the landscape. So is this play between us taking place in the seventh house of relationship? Is this play between us taking place in the fourth house of home and family and roots and things that I can't control? Right. Is it taking place in the 10th house of career? And so you start to get a flavor for all of that. Right. Um, each of the planets I've like name as different people. Like I kind of have like a, a caricature in my mind when I'm describing them and um, the signs the same way. Right. So, I love that. I'm gonna have to take an astrology class. <laughs> yeah. I do that. You know, yeah. you, you you took science out of it, and made it real. You know, yeah. <laughs> I might have to hook up into your program. Just click on that astrology class just to see how this works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it can be a really fun tool. Um, yeah. as long as you use it for yourself and not against yourself, right? Like I said, I'm a zero grade Aquarius. I need help someday. <laughs> <laughs> That makes no sense. And I'm bored at the very tail end of a moon. So mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, and they're just like, no. Re People tell me I take the heart out of things sometimes. I'm like, I'm very passionate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very passionate. But, you know, Aquarius, like, is fixed air, right? And so mm -hmm. they're the most visionary, right? Mm -hmm. You have the most visionary ability of the Zodiac when you talk about Aquarius. But they're also this, like, there's a separateness, too. And um, there's this feeling of alienation that occurs early in life, you know, mm -hmm. and this feeling of being very futuristic, being ahead of your time. And, and so therefore your whole timeline starts to feel a little bit like where do where I was born in the wrong time kind of feeling, you know, and um, oh, yeah, I resonate with that. <laughs> it's very common wherever you have planets or uh, wherever Aquarius is in your chart. Yeah. So. I'll send you my chart, not for the reading, just for you to understand. Yeah, yeah, I love to see oh, that the reading. Yeah, just send. I'll send you literally what somebody sent me last week when they went, "Oh my god!" and they they did the numbers. And they went, "Ah," and I'll I'll just send you what she sent me, and you can go. Like I said, not for the reading, but for you to so I can figure out. <laughs> so right, you're always just lit up like. <laughs> it's such a fun tool. Like astrology is, um, it can it can be such a fun tool. Psychic mediumship is where you get the wows and the synchronicities and astrology is where you can kind of sink into your own bones. Like when somebody describes you or reflects back to you and your life makes sense and you're not this big question mark floating around space, you know, you're like, it's, you somehow get permission to be yourself is yeah. my experience, you know?
And big, and that's you, and that's exactly what it is because I wasn't into astrology. I mean, like I said, I, I went to study it. Gosh, I was in nursing school, so we're looking at back in my my early twenties. Mm-hmm. And, and back in the early, I mean, it literally they were just starting like computer programs for it. You know what I mean? Right. So, <laughs> you know, it was all book based and charts, and there was I I, I wasn't going to do that nursing school. I just I didn't want to do nursing school, let alone that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you what, as time has progressed and literally it was in january i think i got my first astrology reading from somebody and they went this is what's going on with you this is what you know i mean blah 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 what's happening this year and i went whoa wait a second what is there is other than my you know paper in the newspaper horoscope which i always read mm-hmm. makes sense to me though you know mm-hmm. what I mean? but now i understand why it didn't make sense to me you know so you know it's it's all those wonderful things so now it's i don't don't necessarily know if I want to study it a great deal, but to understand it more would be huge. And then to see where your life goes. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so how can people find you? Cause I've already got one person going, Oh my God, thank you so much for her. I'm following this woman. And I know she's talking about me. So <laughs> how can they find you, Miss Tiffany? Okay. So wiseskiescollective.com is the best way, because if you're wanting to do metaphysical type stuff, um, spellboundpublishers.com is the best way for our books for doing if you want to write your book or if you want to um, publish so those are the two best ways to find me um, there's a free sample of the astrology calendar at wiseskiescollective.com so you can go to the calendar page and see what's going on see what's cooking for this month and this week um, and that's the best way to find me I have a podcast uh, it's called Wise Skies, Wise Skies and so it's available on all of the platforms. Uh, we have a great YouTube channel where you can catch the the forecast or um, just different people that are teaching classes that have like specific workshop focuses. And uh, we would love to have you in the community. That's so sweet. I love that. Because uh, like I said, you are going to touch so many people's lives just with this one. So I'm just so honored. So thank you so much, Tiffany, for coming on, honor me. And I have the privilege of watching you over the next year. So all right. <laughs> <laughs> I am serious about those two things because I'll tell you what, I've just fallen in love with you. You don't even know. And every time I talk to you, it's like more and more. I'm like, God, I'm becoming a Tiffany fan. No, <laughs> nothing like that. But you know what I mean? Oh, thank <laughs> you. That's sweet. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, you have a beautiful day. And uh, again, thank you for coming on. And for everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly reading. This is Jet Renee with School for Spirit on WLTKDD.com. Thank you, Tiffany. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com. Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Hi, I'm Pete Orbea. Hi, this is Nicole Strickland. My name is Hero. My name is Sean Clem. Hey, everybody. Cleet Keith here, author of Ghost of Greystone, Beverly Hills. I'm excited to invite you to the OC Paracon, which is going to be the first week in October. Now that's just some of the people you're going to meet at Orange County Paracon. That would be Anaheim's first ever paranormal conference. I'm Henry, the organizer and also the host of Paranormal Perception, inviting you to meet those people that you just saw. You'll meet everybody, including some guests, some people that we haven't even announced on the website. It's going to be a surprise. Everything, info, tickets available on that website, OC Paracon. Hope to see you to kick off our favorite time of the year in Anaheim at OC Paracon. 
Take us with you on the go and download the new WLTK-DB mobile app. Search the App Store and Google Play under WLTK-DB Talk Radio. Download free today. The Unexplained. It's all around us and usually supplies more questions than answers. You need answers. You need cross-country paranormal. Founded by Benjamin Young, CCP seeks to train, educate, and mentor anyone that has a passion for the paranormal. CCP is building a network of teams and investigations across the country, and all experience levels are welcome. Learn more about CCP on their website, ccpinvestigations.com, where you can find frequently asked questions, check out their equipment, follow their latest events, and of course, shop. Visit them now at ccpinvestigations.com. That's ccpinvestigations.com. Cross-country paranormal. All are welcome. All are family. This is WLTK-DB Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is Diet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. <clears throat> and what a fantastic morning this has been. Oh my gosh. Um, just amazing. Tiffany is just mind blowing, awesome. I love her. And I, I really hope many people follow her. Um, join her community of wise guys because it really is. It's touching people's lives and it's making a difference. And I think that is about the most huge thing that can possibly happen to, to me. It's just, it's mind blowing. Um, I want to do our five cards done today, guys. And I'm using Denise Lynn's Sacred Travel Travel Oracle deck. Here you go. There you go, guys. Um, for the five cards done. Um, doo, 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 there we go. So, um, and I need to move that up a little bit. I need to talk about that in a second. So let's do five cards here, guys. You can pick card number one, card number two, four cards, five cards, whatever you want. Again, this is your journey, what you need to work on this week, or maybe just a little bit of guidance, whatever it might be. Um, but let's, let's, and then I'm going to do Beyond Luminaire, Lumera. I'm never going to pronounce that correct. I'm sorry, Tony Lumera. Um, Oracle deck is a clarification card. So card number one, grounding, guys. Keep, go deep, explore your roots. I think this really is a great beginning to this. So grounding is huge, guys. It is really on twofold. So you like how it says grounding on top and go deep and explore your roots. I think you need to do both, okay? Because this really is two totally separate things, okay? This is like two messages in one. So grounding is really finding that footing, finding your footing, getting... Getting so that you know you can do the you know the deep breaths, the wusa, and kind of balancing this inner part of you. Okay. And that's a simply state of what grounding is. It's finding that air balance, taking that moment, relax, taking some deep breaths, go hug a tree, that type of situation. But finding your deeper roots, I do believe when we're looking at this, you need to find balance within yourself and you need to start to explore a little bit deeper of who you are. And this might be the balance of your week this week, guys. So if you if you picked card number one, it really is going in here, going in here and find out, oh my gosh, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? How do I want to see things? Okay. How do I want to be? And I'll tell you what, I'm having that too. And the funny thing is, look how red my forehead is. Did you notice the whole time Tiffany was on, I kept scratching my, it was like I was scratching my, my third eye. It was like I was clearing gook out scratching. I don't know what it's about, but oh my God, I've got myself so red. 
Card number two, grace and gratitude. Through gratitude, joy expands. I like this card. I love I need to take a moment and just love this card because really, this is really the dynamic of our life. You know, we can't, you know, we, we speak a lot about manifestation. We speak a lot about wanting things. We speak a lot about how do I bring more into my life? How can I make this happen? And really just having gratitude is huge. Okay. Huge. We can't explore things. We can't make things better. We can't get more until we look at the gratitude and expand that. Okay. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I thank the good Lord for who I am and allow me to be me. And I, I thank him for my business. And I thank him for the people that come to me. And I thank him for the joy that I have within my life. And throughout the day, it just gets bigger and, and broader. And no matter how things might feel, maybe I feel a little destitute. Maybe I feel a little bit down in the dumps. But if I put joy and gratitude back into that, it turns it all around because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be okay. And I know it's going to only build. So really, if you pick card number two, it's about gratitude. Expand out that gratitude to the re to the, you know, to the ethers and really allow that part of you to shine and then watch it to come back into you. Card number three, infinite abundance. Abundance is pouring into your life. I think this is my reading for me <laughs> and for you so whoever picked all these cards go you so infinite abundance abandoned abundance is good morning miss Anne. glad you made it home safe darling um abundance is pouring into your life and i think this card might be for you on because it just came when you clicked on um so this abundance card it's really looking at not just financial guys it's looking at everything and i know we like to put abundance as a money monetary type of thing we do but if you look at this card, it is look at the joy of everybody around. You know, they're picking apples and they're using, you know, they're using family to come together and the fruits of their labor and a harvest. And that's what this is about. It's about knowing that all these amazing good things are coming to you. Okay. All of them. And when you start, and it's, it truly is, you know, when they got together, it was, oh my gosh, look at this family that came together. And then it's like, oh my gosh, thank goodness we have, you know, these, these tools to do this job. And thank goodness we have this great big sheet to put all those apples in. Why? Because there's less on the ground because we're able to catch them here. And that's more that we can use for tomorrow, you know, in the cooking and all that wonderful thing. Okay. So look at all those amazing things that are coming into your life and more of them are coming on a regular basis. Why? Because the universe has said you can have this. Okay. So look at the abundance a look at allow other things to come into your life because it's, it's your time and it's coming to you. Card number four, impasse, reflection, direct your and redirect your energy. Ooh, God, this is a hard card, right? This is like the attitude adjustment card. This card is going, okay, you've got all this, right? And then you're still going, oh my God, which way do I go? What am I supposed to do? This card is telling you it's time for you to look within. Okay, what's going on? Attitude adjustment, redirect, change things, see things a different way and come back out. Okay. And that's what this card is about because this is what you're doing. You're going, okay, do I need people? Do I not need people? Is my goals the wrong goals? Do I need to tweak them? Do I need to turn them? Whatever that might be. But it's your time to look within to see. Okay. And to myself, I'm hearing ding, 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 ding. I'm like, okay, I got it. You know, people have been preaching to the choir with me. And I'll tell you what, this card makes sense. So it's time. If you pick number four, it's time for you to look, go back in and go, I need to see a different, I need to see me in a different way. You know what I mean? And then come back out fighting. Okay. So, and then watch the abundance come back in. 
And the last card, card number five, it is choosing your path, all is possible. I like this card. I like this card because it really is. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? How do you want to go there? You know what? Forever those people that, you know, had somebody in society say, you can't do this or you can't do this. Be us. You can do whatever you want to do. That's the coolest thing because, honey, we got freedom of choice. Okay. Free will, freedom of choice. So know that no matter what you want to do, you can do it. And you are never off your path. If you're a person that looks at, you know, the good book, or you look at like, I'm not on my path, blah, blah, you are never off your path. I don't care what it feels like. You're never off of it. But what you're looking at is how are you going to ride the roads on that path? And that's what your choice is. So know that no matter how you want to get there, you're going to get there. But how you do it is your choice. But know you can do it no matter what. Okay, if you want to do it by cart and buggy, if you want to do it by Lamborghini, it is your choice how you get there. But again, come on, it, it's your time to choose. So number one is grounding, you know, find that balance and start doing some soul searching. Number two is that grace and gratitude. It's time to start exploring that happiness that that, you know, being appreciative of what is out there and having gratitude for what has been given to you. Number three is infinite abundance. Know that it is your time and that things are coming to you tenfold. Number four is you are, it's time for you to have that attitude adjustment. And the only way to do that, guys, is really to go within. Look within and know that when you come back out, that everything's going to be changed a little bit. You're going to start to redirect that type of stuff. And number five is choosing that path because it's time. It is time. Remember, it doesn't change your destiny, guys, but it does let you know which way you're going to go through the woods. Are you going to go up over that hill? You're going to do a desert. You're going to swim it. How are you going to do it? How are you going to get there? It's, your, it's yours to choose which way you want to go on that. Okay. Oh my God. Have you ever put your cars in backwards and then figured out later? So let's look at our clarification card, guys. And again, I'm be using the Beyond Lemuria. Lemuria. Beyond Lemuria card. Doo -doo -doo. So let's do a little shake, shake, and a shuffle, shuffle. You know, over this weekend, I was teaching, teaching my granddaughter how to shuffle. And it was so cute because she's got these itty bitty little hands. And it was so awesome. She did so good. So, so good. So proud of her in so many ways. Okay. So, doo -doo -doo, let's do let's do a little cut. So many beautiful things around me. <laughs> this is too, I can't make this shut up. Told you I felt like this reading might be, I needed to take all the cards. So, you see that gorgeousness of that card? Isn't that beautiful? I just want to go, ah, and go, wow, a dynamic card. So, this is the third eye chakra. The penal perspective. Remember, I've been itching this all morning. I've been itching this. Connect with your third eye and transcend with your under with what you understand with your mind. Discover a deeper inner knowing through the interconnected web of all this is and has been. You can tune into the wisdom at, at will, as and when you wish to. This wisdom is ancient yet pioneering. It is the creator of the free will. We choose to weave from moment to moment. Be the observant witness. Allow the transcendence of duality without judgment. Be mindful, listen, and allowing your unfurling intuition to unravel the paradoxes of reality. It's pretty deep. It's pretty deep, which is pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Which is really, really, really awesome. So hopefully, guys, you're able to understand that, take that, and go with it. Um which is pretty amazing. I did want to let you know I have a few things coming up. 
last minute last night, I decided I needed to do an online gallery. And I don't, what I don't, I can't even tell you. Uh, 11 hours ago, I posted it. So I don't, was at 10, 11 o'clock last night? They told me to do an online gallery. So I'm doing that. It is limited seating again. This time around, the tickets are $25 per person. And it's going to be October 6th. That is a Thursday evening at 6 p.m. I'm going to go for about an hour and a half, you know, give or take. Um, hour and a half, maybe it won't be less, but maybe longer, depending on how many people come. Again, it's $25 per person. And you can go to, um, and it's, I have it all over Facebook, guys. If you want to go to Facebook, whether it be my site, um, my public site, which is Diet Renee, my public, which is Diet Renee Psychic Medium, whatever you want to do, feel free to go in there and click. I, again, not everybody's going to be guaranteed a reading, but I'm going to try to get to it, literally as many as I can. Um, and depending on how many are there, I might go a little bit longer to see how many more I can get out. Just, it's really going to be how we can keep the energy up and, and do this, okay? Um, again, it's an, it's an online online event. Lim I keep it limited just because, yeah, I could take in 100 people, but you know what? 100 people, less chance of a reading, less people, more chance of a reading, and that's what I really want to do. Did you change the time you are on, or is it really early? I just saw my eyes. <laughs> no, it's the same time, darling. You're just two hours ahead of me, and you were up late. You were up late, um, and you normally come on for my, my Tuesday night show, my Tuesday night show, so I didn't my Tuesday night show is my later, 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 later reading, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh, my gosh, I'm babbling now. So that is something that's huge there, guys, for me. I'm doing that. Um, I also, my gosh, my classes are always on, ongoing, which is always amazing. I just came back from a huge week. Uh, well, actually, it's been back for over a week of doing taking in more knowledge, more ways to help people, which I'm just so excited to kind of bring that into the fold and do more things. I do have a gallery. I'm going to keep it like a secret, but it was with two other amazing mediums, fucking oh, rock star mediums, rock star mediums that are in the very beginning works. Matter of fact, I have to email them back today because I, I kind of went off grid yesterday um, to say, yes, I'm in. I'm going to do this. Let's, let's awesome. Let's, I love you too, Masane. I, oh, honey, I'm, you don't know how much I appreciate you. Um, so that's going to be happening. Just got to kind of do the dynamic of it. And uh, as soon as we get everything, you know, and that will be an in-person event. And we're going to do for a really big haul and see how many people we can bring in just to really kind of affect a lot of different people. But again, that's in the very beginning works. Um, a lot of things, you know what, this weekend, I've, I'm taking a weekend off again this weekend because I'm spending it with my grandson. Um, but let's look. Oh, yeah, that's what I talk about next week. I have Maria Celeste Propolano. Cook. I want to make sure I say it. Ah, got to make sure I say her name right. I know it. I just rolls up. Provenzano. I knew I didn't say it right. Um, because they're not all Italian. She's very much Italian. But Maria Celeste Provenzano Cook is coming on next Monday. And I will have full capability on my side to run the show because Maria is going to come on and go into trance for us. Um, you have been here to experience a trance medium before you did um, a month or so, a month and a half ago with Janine from the UK. Maria is from America and she is just a dying. She's my soul sister. I love this woman beyond. And I always only ever call her Maria Celeste. So um, but Pro Maria Celeste Provisano Cook is coming in and she's going to go into trance for us, guys. And her trance is just dy dynamically 
amazing and you don't want to miss it again it's going to be me bring she's going to be bringing in and we're going to do it the same format you guys bring in your questions we're going to have her you know connect with whatever guide that's going to come through or might be your loved one who knows you know what because the sky really is the limit i don't know how it's going to work uh, because it's going to be spirit it's going to be completely spirit run but it will only be for one hour um, but again, it's gonna be a great morning. So I'm really super excited about that And I have some dynamic people coming in the future because I got all of October booked guys And I'm not gonna tell you about all of those. I do want to tell you about one other thing that's happening with me I never thought I'd do it. I never thought I'd say yes But guys I am entering and gonna be a medium for the Warren Legacy Foundation I've got one more interview one more interview to do um, with Chris himself um, who is in it's just going to be dynamic I, I can't and i cannot tell you what it means to me to be able to be part of that foundation and to give back just to give back um because again the foundation is all free work it's all pro bono free type stuff and it's given to those that really need um and we've got some ideas in the working of being able to go back and readdress some of um bigger cases of ed and lorraine that they did which is really dynamic. We're, we're really just in the beginning stages of a lot of things. And the more I know about it, the more I'll tell you guys about it. But a lot of good things are in the works. Um, just amazing, amazing things. Um, yeah, which is awesome. I, you know, just so many beautiful things are possibly happening. And as they unfold, I'm going to share them with you. And uh, I can't wait. I honestly can't wait. Um, so I want to talk about some of the shows that are on. Oh, coming on. There's so many. God, we have so many shows debuting this week. I want to bring those through, talk about those. I got to get to my picture that seems to have gotten lost in my picture of pictures because I got a lot of pictures. So, um, and then after this week, I might need a current one for next month because we're always growing. So, a quick list Monday mornings, always with myself, 9 a.m., school through spirit. Tuesdays um, at noon, one noon to 1 p.m. today is Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones. Be the Change with Christina Bloom is on at 8 p.m. tonight. And then uh, The Paranormal Room with Christina and Logan Jacobson is on tonight at 9 p.m. And it does debut tonight. So, guys, you got to stay on for that extra hour because um, Christina is a rock star. Um, Tuesday, tomorrow morning is Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee. She starts at 9 a.m. She started last week. And remember, she is a major part of the Warren Legacy Foundation, and she's an author of a few books. A huge paranormal person, which is awesome. Tomorrow night is Unfiltered with myself, Diet Renee, at 6 p.m. That's where I do one question readings for you guys. And Moment to Moment with Linda Hope is on right after that at 7. And Paranormal Pete with Mr. Pete Orbea is on at 10 p.m. Now, Wednesdays, we have a new show starting at 10 a.m. with Deidre Sanford. She is self care. What's paranormal got to do with it? Love that title. And that's on Wednesday. Beyond that, again, another show to be in this week. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. See and Beyond with Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy at 11 a.m. And you are going to love them because you guys already love Kelly. She was on my show. I love, 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 love Kelly. I don't know Cheryl, but I know I'd love the hell out of her if I met her. But Kelly, again, is over. They're both in California. They're both dynamic mediums. Um, and they've had a successful running show on another network, and they're just transferring it to ours. So can't wait to have them. part. They're part of the family. I, I can't wait. Uh, later on that day is the Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m. And Over the Target with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford is at 8 p.m. On Thursdays, we start the morning with Chat with Charlie with our, our own personal Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. 
Realm of Darkness with Renny Rodriguez and Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. The Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland is at 8 p.m. And Voices of the Dead with Kev Drake is at 9. Friday, we start our morning with The Good Shit Show with Missy Hart. Um, 3 p.m. is Kelly Brickle doing the Psychic Hour reading show, and that is Strictly Readings. At 8 p.m., we have got Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez. At That's again at 8 p.m. And then Todd came back. Todd Bates, our producer, and Nicole Strickland both came back with Haunted Voices. That started last Friday, but it's going to be again this week at 10 p.m. And just so you guys know, Todd wrote a book, and it's being published, and it's Haunted Voices. Um, which is an awesome book. I've been ready yet, and I know it's an awesome book. So um, that being said, guys, I appreciate you guys for showing up again today. Um, again, God bless the queen and rest in peace. And, you know, anybody that's downloading this show, anybody that's looking at it, feel free to go to my Facebook site, Jet Renee um, Psychic Medium, and hit the follow button. I would love to have you there. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I get to... 10,000 10,000 10, readers or followers I'll give an offer I'll, I'll throw everybody into a random drawing for a free one-hour reading with me okay so again you have to go to my Facebook site Diet Renee psychic medium I hit the 10,000 mark and I'll, I'll give a free reading so um again everybody welcome I'll see you next week this is Diet Renee with school through spirit at wltkdb.com bye-bye guys